Eloquentia perfecta ex machina. Eloquentia perfecta ex machina. Eloquentia perfecta ex machina. Welcome to Eloquentia perfecta ex machina, a podcast series devoted to the teaching of rhetoric and composition with and through a range of media, and focusing on the writing program at St. Louis University. On this podcast, we interview instructors about how and why they use multimodal approaches, and we have instructors interview other instructors about the nuts and bolts of particular tools and assignments. On this episode, episode two, Lauren Turbrock sits down with Dr. Heather Bozant-Witcher to discuss Heather's approach to teaching with new media technologies. Okay, today I'm talking to Dr. Heather Bozant-Witcher, assistant professor of English, about why she uses new media in her composition classes. Welcome, Heather. Thanks for having me. Now, how long have you been at SLU? Oh, gosh. Uh, I started as a master's student here, um, and that was seven years ago. So this will be my seventh year. And this is your first year? First year as an assistant professor. Great. Um, So I'm just in my second year here. And as a fairly new instructor, I'm interested to know why you use multimodal approaches in your classes. Um, Like, what's your philosophy for that? So... One of the things that I started thinking through when I wanted to first use multimodal composition was how it related to my own research plan. And so my area of expertise is 19th century collaborative writing. And multimodal technologies is one of the best ways for emphasizing process as well as creativity. And it brings students together to form these small individual communities within my classroom. And then you can actually see that process of building community form its way into the composition itself. And that, I think, is the most important task uh, for my students to start to grasp, is how they can bring elements of themselves into their writing and into those multimodal compositions uh, to incorporate things from their own environments. So not just the words on the written page, but how are their experiences also reflected and refracted in their compositions? And then how do they start to think of ways outside of just text to incorporate those particular uh, aspects of coming together. Can you say a little bit more about um, process? So that's something that is important to all of us as writing instructors, but what is it about new media and the, the process that your students go through that's really important to you? I think the first thing is that it's hard. Um, A lot of times, uh, perhaps instructors think that their students, because they're a younger generation, automatically know how to use technology, and that is usually false. I tend to teach them things that I didn't think I would need to teach them, Um, and I think that's what kind of makes it interesting. So having to grapple with the newness and the difficulty of learning a different context for thinking through their argument really starts to get them thinking about their own process. So one example is if I'm having my students create something like a podcast, 
they're going to have to start out by thinking through, well, what elements do I want to have in this podcast? How am I going to get my tone to focus on the uh, various kinds of directions that my message is going? And so then they have to practice actually asserting a different kind of tone. Uh, they'll have to practice um, playing with different levels of sound, you know, those kinds of elements that we talk about when we're talking about the rhetorical triangle, they'll actually have to do uh, in a different way than just rearranging words on a page. Something that I struggle with is making sure I give my students enough instruction on the equipment and software, but also give them enough time and room to play around with it and figure it out on their own, like you had just mm -hmm. said. Um, so can you say a little bit more about that? What's important to you as an instructor? So I think that for me, what I have found most useful is providing screenshots. So since I am familiar with the software and I want everyone in my classroom to have a kind of base level for approaching that particular program or the technology, I'll just provide screenshots that give them the basic instructions. Or like Apple has those lovely YouTube videos that you can just assign to your students. And I'll include that in the syllabus or in the course documents. And I make sure that they are aware that that exists. And that's all that I do. Um, if I see that students are starting to struggle, uh, I'll have them actually, again, collaborate, work together on trying to figure out the technology, and then they come and talk to me about any issues that they have. But I think that giving them that baseline gives them some sense of security, right? So they can kind of see how the software, the system is going to work. And then they just play around with it. When you think about how you learn different technologies or, you know, you learn how to be a graduate student, you learn by doing. And I take that as the, pre the, the impetus for my understanding of how I'm going to have my students work on their own projects is just get into it. Um, and at first it's daunting. Uh, there's a lot of resistance that usually happens, but I think once you kind of push them into that area, it, it, it just works. I don't know how, it just does. <laughs> Um, well, we're coming up on the end of the interview. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us as we're getting further into the semester? Um, those of us who might be scared to introduce new media into our own writing classes? I don't think it's something to fear. I think that new media can definitely be something that helps you talk with your students about their own creative processes because it will force them to think through the kinds of rhetorical decisions and strategies that we're asking them to think through in 1900 or even in 4000 and business writing. And so it's definitely not something to be feared. Um, and I think that it could also uh, end up being uh, a means of creativity for your students. And so while they might be resistant initially, by the end of the semester, I've always had success and heard students say how impactful using multimodal composition has been for them. Well, wonderful. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you.
If you'd like to get involved in this podcast series, to share an assignment or tool, or even to pitch an interview, please contact me, Nathaniel Rivers, at nathaniel.rivers at slu.edu. Eloquentia perfecta ex machina.